Remember, remember the 5th of November. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, and everyone. Welcome to Bonfire Nights. <laughs> My name is Guy Fawkes. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not Guy Fawkes. Uh, but it is, at the time recording this podcast, the 5th of November. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Uh, so, is there any fireworks going on? Uh, in the podcast this week, no, not really, not huge uh, fireworks. Anyway, uh, maybe some little ones might go off, uh, but not not massive ones though. Anyway, actually, as a matter of fact, there is going to be a huge podcast coming up for you uh, this week though, because I'm going to talk to you guys about my week off work because I was off work this week um, and it was my birthday. It was my 25th birthday. So this is my first uh, podcast that I'm recording as a 25-year-old man. Happy birthday, Steve. Um, also, as well, I'm going to talk to you about some uh, some new clothes that I brought this week as well. Uh, I am also going to talk about uh, last night in Soho because I went and saw that last Friday. And boy, what a movie. Uh, so I'm going to talk to you about that. I'm going to talk about Dashcam as well, which is another movie that I've seen this week um, as well, which has come out over the last few weeks. So I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I'm also going to talk about the clock change as well because uh, clocks went back last weekend. Um, and I've got something a little bit technical to tell you in regards to Sky Plus boxes in the UK. Who even owns a Sky Plus box now? Like, in all seriousness. Uh, I'm also going to be revealing some brand new uh, Xbox Game Pass titles for console, PC and cloud. Uh, for November. I'm also going to talk about Microsoft as uh, they've s said that they are planning a 3D metaverse apps for Xbox. This comes just days after Facebook's parent company, Facebook, have changed their name to Meta and that Facebook, WhatsApp, Messenger and Instagram, which are by the way all owned by Meta, have been branded as the metaverse. That's right. Uh, so I'm going to talk about that. I am also going to talk um, about a new Crash Bandicoot game that's potentially been leaked this week. I'm going to talk about a Fortnite leak as well, uh, which has confirmed a controversial Season 9 rumour. And Dogs TV. Dogs TV is launching here in the UK. So I'm going to discuss about Dogs TV as well. So all that and a whole lot more coming up for you in this week's weekly podcast. So sit back, relax, drink your tea, drink your coffee, drink your Coca-Cola, drink your hot chocolate, drink your latte or whatever you're drinking right now and eat whatever you're eating right now that's in front of you. Sit back, relax and listen. To the rest, well, feel free actually. Don't don't feel forced. Feel free to listen to the rest of this week's weekly podcasts on Spot Spotify Music, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. This is Steve's weekly podcast. Steve's weekly podcast. 
Hello everyone, welcome to this week's weekly podcast with me, Steve Crosby, as always. Uh, so, I first of all want to start the weekly podcast off by discussing my blog website, which is steve-official.com. So for those that don't know, I do have my own blogging website, and last week I did return back to doing blogs once again on the blogging website that is steve-official.com. Uh, I kind of discussed what was going to be coming up in the week in the blog posts that I'm going to be doing twice a week. So the blog posts are going to be released every Monday and Friday, 6pm UK time. Um, so, th- so I started this week and I did say uh, that my next uh, blog post would be the Last Night in Soho review, which would be coming out on the 1st of November. Now, we are way past the 1st of November. It is, at the time of recording this podcast, the 5th of November. And the Last Night in Soho post is still not up on my website. Reason being is because, well, this week I've had a week off work and I've just been busy going out, filming things for the weekly vlog, which you guys are going to be seeing on Monday the 8th of November on my YouTube channel, Steve Official. And therefore, I've not actually had time to sit down and actually write things on a blogging website. So, what I can confirm is this. The Last Night in Soho uh, movie review, which I've decided to do for my blog website, is going to be going out um, on my blog website on Sunday this weekend, which is Sunday the 7th of November 2021. So that's going to be coming up at uh, 6pm UK time. Then after that, I am going to do another blog post uh, on Monday. Um which I can't for the life of me now remember what the other because I did say the other blog what the other blog post would be. Um, let me just double check because I did actually I did also tweet about this uh, yesterday I believe it was on uh, Twitter. So let me just let me just go back. Let me have a look. Uh, let me have a look, sees. Um, so uh where is it where is it where is it ah here we go uh so yeah so last night in soho yeah oh and then there'll be another movie review on monday that's it um at 6 p.m uk time for eternals um and then obviously there'll be another blog post on friday next week um so and again uh that blog post will be out at uh, 6 p.m. UK time. So I just thought I would add that into the weekly podcast uh, this week. So yes, there is going to be two blog posts being released every week. Last night in Soho Movie Review coming out on mon- uh, on Sunday this weekend, Sunday the 7th of November. Then I've got the Eternals uh, Movie Review coming out on Monday next week. And then there'll be another blog post on Friday next week, which I believe will be the 12th of November. Um, so yeah, by the way, can I also add a little bit later on in this week's weekly podcast, we are today one week away from it being Disney Plus Day. Now, we already know that there's going to be a lot of content coming to Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day. Uh, we've actually got confirmation this week that another new piece of content is coming in the form of the behind the scenes look of Billie Eilish's concert that got released on Disney Plus a few weeks ago. 
which is called Happier Than Ever. So, yeah, so there's going to be a, a behind-the-scenes look of that. That's going to be released uh, on Disney Plus Day as well. Um, but I'm going to be revealing a little bit later on in this week's weekly podcast, I'm going to reveal my uh, predictions in terms of what's going to be announced at next week's Disney Plus Day event because obviously Disney are going to be announcing a lot of things, some new content uh, potentially coming in the form of either Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar or even Disney themselves, maybe even National Geographic, maybe for us international uh, streaming service subscribers. Uh, we might even get some uh, star uh, announcements as well. Uh, which might also be part of Hulu over in the States um, as well. So so that's going to be coming up a little bit later on in uh, this week's weekly podcast as well. Okay, I'm going to give you my Disney Plus Day predictions. I also just want to add at the start of this week's weekly podcast that my next weekly podcast, which will be podcast episode 63, is going to be coming out on Sunday the 14th of November, okay? So that then gives me enough time uh, to kind of process the news in terms of what gets announced on Disney Plus Day. Um, and I should I should imagine we'll probably get a lot of announcements on Disney Plus Day, especially from the world of Marvel and Star Wars. Um, so yeah, and to be honest, I'm not going to lie. This week we got a brand, we got our first look trailer for uh, the book of Boba Fett, which is going to be coming to Disney Plus on the 29th of December. It's been rumored that uh, there's going to be nine episodes, so we could potentially be seeing nine weeks of Boba Fett, nine weeks of Star Wars content dropping on Disney Plus. And if that is true, then we'll be seeing Boba Fett. A brand new episode of Boba Fett every single week up until around about the 23rd of February next year. So, which which ain't too bad. It's That's not a bad thing, to be honest. Um, now, I'm quite surprised that Disney released the trailer for Boba Fett this week. I would have thought they would have kept that back until Disney Plus Day. Um, that's genuinely when I thought the trailer was going to be released for Boba Fett. But um, but it's good, though, that we got it maybe a, about a week or two early. Um, that is quite good. Uh, and I did see the trailer this week for it, and it does look pretty interesting. So I'm really looking forward uh, to this uh, TV series when it does drop on Disney+. Plus. Uh, like I say, on the 29th of December. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Um, but yeah, so I will give you my predictions a little bit later on in this week's uh, weekly podcast for what we can kind of expect to see announced at Disney Plus Day um, on Friday next week, Friday the 12th of November. You know what I'm going to do? Because basically Friday next week, I've got a meeting. So I therefore, I can't really do Disney Plus Day where literally I'm like binge watching things all day long. So what I'm going to do, because literally I've got like two hours of my day taken out by a meeting. Um, so, so yeah, so it's not it's not good, is it? So what I'm going to do is next Saturday, everything that drops on Disney Plus next Friday, I'm going to watch on uh, Saturday next week instead. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to um, binge watch 
um, everything that comes to Disney Plus next Friday. I'm going to binge watch it when I get home from work on uh, Saturday next week. So that'll be pretty pretty good, uh, to be honest. Um, and what what I will do is when I just before I do the predictions of everything uh, of what I think is going to be announced at Disney Plus Day, I will remind you guys in terms of what is going to be expected to drop on Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day. Okay, uh, so I'll I'll also talk I'll also talk about that uh, very very shortly. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot coming up. So I'm going to start actually with this week because obviously this week I have been off work this week. Um, so, and it's been very, very enjoyable. I must say I've really enjoyed my week off. Um, and at the time of recording this podcast, I've still got another three days left. Uh, cause obviously I've got the weekend and then I've got Monday, which I'm normally off on a Monday. And then on Tuesday next week, I'm back at work. So, um, so yeah, so I've still got another three days left to enjoy of my uh, week off work. Um, but this week I have mostly been out, to be honest. Um, so on Monday, I uh, went for a walk um, along Iford, uh, Iford River. And then I went up to St. Catherine's Hill over in Christchurch as well. Uh, now, the reason why I did that was because I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a montage for the weekly vlog, which is going to be out on the uh, 8th of November on YouTube. So I, yeah, so I've obviously filmed some scenes uh, from both Iford uh, River and um, and St. Catherine's Hill and Christchurch. Um, so you guys can see that in next week's weekly vlog. Uh, if you want to check it out, it'll be weekly vlog number 95. Um, so yeah, so I did that this week. Um, and then obviously on Tuesday, I saw my friend Kieran, which by the way, can I say today is Friday the 5th of November and it is his birthday today. So I just want to wish uh, Kieran a massive happy 25th birthday um, because it is his birthday. I have wished him a happy birthday um, through message as well. So and on Facebook, which is nice. So, yeah, so I did do a bit of filming with Kieran on Tuesday for the weekly vlog. So, again, he'll be appearing in uh, weekly vlog number 95 when that gets released on the uh, 8th of November. Um, and then, yeah, and then after that... Um, so I went to Paul and spent some time with him. Uh, we mostly went round HMV and then went into Weatherspoons um, for a lunch. So I found out this week that the Christmas menu at Weatherspoons starts uh, on the fifteenth of fifteenth uh, of November. So I'm really, really looking forward to that because um, honestly, they do some really nice food at Christmas. I'm not gonna lie. Um, as a matter of fact, I did. Um, I did go to Tesco on Monday this week and they've started rolling out their, no pun intended there, but they did start rolling out their Christmas meal deal lunches. So I got myself a turkey and uh, turkey stuffing with cranberry sauce sub. Oh my God. You know what? I do love this time of year, especially when they do the whole turkey stuffing and cranberry sauce mix. Oh, it is so good. It really, really is so, so good. Um, so uh, this is why I love this time of the year, especially when you can just have cranberry sauce with just like turkey and stuffing and stuff like that. So it is just so nice. It really is so nice. So I had that for my lunch on Monday and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm definitely going to get more of these. 
I can see me now. You're going for more. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, so it's good to know that the Weatherspoons menu is uh, going to be starting in a couple of weeks' time. I think that I think there's going to be a couple of times this year at Christmas where I'm going to be at Weatherspoons and I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go for a, something Christmassy from their Christmas menu at Weatherspoons, um, and I might even vlog it. I might even vlog it as well so that you guys can see what I have from Weatherspoons at Christmas. And I don't even think last year I even went to Weatherspoons at Christmas. It's because we were in that period where, uh, yeah, the COVID cases were rising in the UK. And yeah, and obviously at the time it was we were in that very confusing part where some parts of the country were closing down, were locking down. Other parts of the country weren't locking down because the cases were fine until later on when they all decided to close down because the cases were rising in those specific local areas. So, yeah, I don't even think last year at Christmas I even went to Weatherspoons. I remember going the year before. The year before last I did go to Weatherspoons for Christmas, for like some Christmas meals. Uh, which were really, really nice, by the way. So I hope they'll they'll be back again this year. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Also as well, it ties in nicely. Cause, so basically, Monday the 15th of, of November is the Weatherspoons Christmas menu gets released. On the Friday, Friday the 19th of November... Okay, um, for some weird reason, my Apple Watch wanted to talk. Uh, but on Friday the 19th of November... Um, the Christmas Tree Wonderland is going to be happening um, locally to me. So I'm probably going to go for maybe a Weatherspoons dinner or something, maybe in the evening when I go to the Christmas Tree Wonderland on that Friday. I think I might. It only just it just works well, doesn't it? I, I'll feel more festive um at that point i'll feel more festive that's for sure so yeah so i'm really looking forward to that anyway going back to this week though um so that happened on tuesday me meeting up with kieran and going for weather spoons on wednesday this week it was my 25th birthday i spent it by the way going for a walk a 13 mile walk um and by the end of it my legs were like jelly my feet were killing me um absolutely killing me and it's safe to say I really did enjoy it. So I literally walked from Bournemouth Pier all the way up to Muddiford Beach. Walked around Muddiford Beach for like five or ten minutes and then walked all the way back to Bournemouth Pier. Um, I know that's very crazy of me to do, but that's that's how I, that, that's what I done. That's genuinely what I done. Uh, and then after that, I then went to Asda um, and then obviously went to, uh, well, I got some socks because I needed some new socks. Uh, I also got some shower gel because I need some more shower gel. Uh, I got a meal deal from Asda, even though it's not a meal deal because, to be honest, all you're getting is either the crisps or the chocolate bar for free. That's all you're getting. It's not really a meal deal, is it, really? Um, yeah, it's not like, like it's not like a £3 meal deal because they do that here in, you know, in, in multiple supermarkets in the UK. They do a £3 meal deal. You know, you get a drink, you get um, crisps and you get a sandwich, you know, and whatever it comes to, either way, you get it for £3, you know. Um, and it's weird because sometimes what I do tend to do is like there'll be a sandwich for 2 75 or something like that. I'll pick that up 
And then I'll get the drink. And then I'll get the, the crisps. And I'll be like, well, okay. Or a chocolate bar. And essentially, I'll go, okay, well, essentially here, I've just paid around about maybe 25p for my drink. And I've got my chocolate bar and crisps for free. You know, which, to be honest, is a pretty good damn deal. But, you know, if you go to Asda, right, and get a meal deal from there, well, you're basically paying full price for the sandwich or, or wrap, whatever you go for. You're paying full price for the drink, whatever you go for. But yet you're getting the chocolate bar or crisps for free. Therefore, I don't find that a meal deal. So that's just my genuine opinion on that anyway. Um, but yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so I, so yeah, so I went to Asda and got that. Uh, I also got a birthday cake as well. Um, it was a kind of a joint birthday cake thing for both me and my mum uh, to have because it's her birthday this weekend as well. Um, so, yeah, so, so we, so I, I got that, um, came home, had a Chinese takeaway, and then that was pretty much my birthday, to be honest. So I got some nice presents as well. I got a low-key hoodie from my mum, uh, from the Disney store, which I saw a few weeks ago. Uh, it's in a nice navy blue colour, which really does work well. Uh, I also got some leather shoes as well. Um, which is nice. Um, so those are for work. So I'll be wearing those in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then uh, my sister came over in the evening and gave me some uh, presents as well. So I got like two pairs of pajamas from her, which I've worn over the last couple of nights, and they've kept me nice and warm actually, to be honest, um, and nice and snug as well, nice and snug. Um, and then after that. Uh, I also got some uh, a little box of quality streets as well, which I thought was uh, really, really nice. So, yeah, so I got a £20 um, note from my granddad in a card, which I thought was really, really thoughtful of him. So massive thank you to my granddad for uh, giving me £20 in a card. Um, so I will be speaking to him uh, this weekend on Sunday, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, so all in all, I had a really, really good birthday. Yesterday, I went to uh, Bournemouth Town Centre, saw my friend Nick, because I haven't seen him uh, for a couple of months. So hopefully we're going to meet up again in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, it was really, really nice meeting up with him. Um, and we both went to Costa. He paid really kindly. He paid for my Costa, which I thought was very, very nice of him to do and very, very thoughtful of him to do as well. Um, and then after that, because uh, we were already in Primark, because obviously there's a Costa inside a Primark, uh, we decided to have a little look around the men's section of Primark. Uh, he brought himself a couple of uh, T-shirts and jeans. And I looked around and thought, you know what, there's a couple of nice shirts here, which I decided to pick up. So two of them I've kept away for Christmas. Uh, so my mum's going to give me those for Christmas. Um, and then there was other, there was these other two t-shirts, which I thought I might buy myself now, uh, to wear. So one of them I'm actually happening to wear today, uh, which is a Crash Bandicoot one. Um, I do show them off in the weekly vlog that's coming out on Monday, 
uh, next week. So that's uh, weekly vlog number 95 if you do want to see them. Uh, but the other t-shirt that I decided to wear for now is an Xbox t-shirt. So, yeah. Uh, I haven't revealed what the other two t-shirts are. I know what they are because, um, obviously, I picked them up. But um, I'm not going to reveal what they are. Um, you guys are going to have to watch the Christmas special vlog uh, of 2021, uh, which will be coming out around about Christmas time, obviously. Um, so yeah, so so we so yeah we um, I got that. I also got a Christmas jumper as well. Um, so which, funnily enough, does not fit in my Christmas drawer. So I've had to stick on the top of my wardrobe for now. Um, but. Yeah, so, and again, I haven't revealed what the Christmas jumper is. So, again, you're going to have to watch one of my weekly vlogs at the beginning of December to find out what Christmas jumper I bought uh, from Primark this year. Safe to say, though, it is a very, very nice-looking Christmas jumper, to be honest with you. Um, I quite like it. I, I do quite like it, to be honest. Um, so yeah, so that's what, that's what I got anyway from Primark, Christmas jumper, a couple of t-shirts, very, very nice. Um, and then, yeah, and then obviously today I've just been out, uh, I went to the hygienist, she's cleaned my teeth, gave it a nice polishing over as well. Um, to be honest, there was, I'm not going to lie, this might sound disgusting, but there was a bit, there, on, on one of my front teeth, it was, um, a little bit stained, uh, like there was like a brown mark on my teeth, which she's managed to remove. I've tried to brush it as hard as I can and just couldn't get the mark off my teeth. Um, so she's managed to get the mark off my teeth, luckily. Uh, but yeah, it's ni nice and semi-white, let's say. Um, you know, it's not like very, very shining white uh, teeth, but um, yeah, they're, they're somewhat whitened. Um, so... But, uh, yeah, so I, I got that done. So, yeah, that was all good. Um, it was really bad, though. Like, I had a massive build-up of, um, of um, saliva in, in the back of my mouth. And I had that vacuum thing that they normally put in, the, in your mouth while they're working on your, your, your teeth. Oh, my God, I choked. I choked on the, on the uh, vacuum thing. Oh, she took it out. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just had a bit of a build-up of saliva in my mouth. I had to get rid of. So, yeah. And I don't think it helps, neither, when you've got that vacuum thing. Because some of that saliva gets sucked up into that. And then, obviously, you've still got a bit of saliva left. So, that does does not help. So, um, so yeah. So, that is pretty much, at the moment, my week this week. I mean, this weekend, I'm not really going to do a lot. I'm probably just going to do some food shopping uh, on Saturday this weekend. Um, I'm probably, I'm, you know what, I'm just gonna, on Sunday, because I've been out every single day this week, I'm just gonna stay at home on Sunday and just do nothing, well, when I say do nothing, I'm just gonna catch up on some TV shows that have been released on, uh, Disney Plus this week and stuff like that, so, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do, uh, this week, uh, this weekend, and then on Monday, I'm probably just going to chill out. I mean, also as well, tomorrow I'm going to see Eternals as well at the cinema. So what I do want to say is in next week's weekly podcast, I'll give you my thoughts on Eternals as well um, being released. So and I'll yeah let you know my thoughts on that. And let's not forget, this is the last Marvel movie to be released before Spider-Man No Way Home. 
which I'm really looking forward to seeing at the end of the year. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, right. Uh, let me talk to you about some movies. First of all, though, if you're going, if you're wondering if I've watched the brand new Chucky TV episode this week, I haven't, uh, because I'm going to be watching that um, on Sunday this weekend as part of my TV show catch up day. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my thoughts on both episode four and episode five of Chucky next week in the podcast, okay? Uh, while while I talk about Disney Plus Day. Isn't that really funny? You know, next week's weekly podcast is going to mostly be focused on Disney Plus Day, but as a sidetrack thing, I'm going to talk about Chucky as well. Who knew? Who knew that Chucky and Disney Plus would be in the same podcast? But there we go. Um, so, yeah, so I'm going to talk about that in next week's weekly podcast. I'm probably also going to give you my thoughts on the on Doogie Kamaloha as well, which I'm really not looking forward to talking about, to be honest. Um, that's all I'm going to say for now. Uh, but, yeah, I think the season finale of Doogie Kamaloha is next week on Wednesday. So... Therefore, I will give you my thoughts on the entire series because I have been watching that. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll give you my thoughts on that next week in the podcast as well. But I have got a couple of movie reviews to give to you in this week's podcast, though. Uh, so, I'm going to start off with Last Night in Soho because I went and saw that movie last Friday. Um, I can't believe that movie's been out for a week already. Um, and I must say it was such a, you know what, it was even better than what I was expecting. I mean, the twists and turns in that movie were just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, like there was a couple of theories that I thought throughout the movie, I thought this might be what, what they're heading, this is the direction, that this is where they're heading towards. But no, turns out it's not. It completely turns it on its head and, you know, it just goes Literally, it's just just expect the unexpected is what I could say about this movie. Um, I just love the neon uh, sensory fueling lights in this movie. Like the lighting in this movie is so, so good. Honestly, really, really did enjoy that. The soundtrack, you know, I mean, I was expecting the soundtrack to be a killer anyway. I have before I even went and saw the movie, I did hear the motion picture soundtrack. So I kind of had an idea of what the soundtrack was going to sound like in the movie. But, yeah, hearing it through the speakers in the cinemas just gets even better. It really does. I mean, this is definitely a movie that is worth watching on the big screen. That's for sure. Uh, This is definitely a movie that's worth watching on the big screen. I mean, Matt Smith played his role really well as Jack... Anya Taylor-Joy played her role as Sandy really, really well. And I also love, um, you know, uh, Thomas and Mackenzie. She she played uh, Eloise in this, or Ellie, she loves to be known as. And again, she, she, she played that role really, really well as well. Um, so I think these were very, these three actors or actresses played their roles as the main three characters uh, in this movie really, really well. 
uh, and I have no fault in them at all whatsoever. I also love the interaction between Anya Taylor-Joy and Thomas and McKenzie in this movie as well. Um, so I do think that Edgar Wright has done a phenomenal job with this movie. I haven't had time to go and see the movie again in the cinemas. The really bad thing is, as well, is that the movie is being shown during the day, starting from towards the end of this week and going into next week at my local Odeon Cinemas. Um, so it's being shown during the day, but very early during the day, like like sort of early afternoon, maybe late morning. And then the next showing after that is like nine o'clock in the evening. So I don't think that this movie is going to have like another early evening showing, sadly, um, which is a shame. Uh, I would have loved to have gone to see this movie again, maybe next week when uh, I would have been less busier, to be honest. Um, yeah, so it is a shame that, yeah, because I don't like I said last week, I don't like going to the cinemas um, yeah, I don't like going to the cinema at nine o'clock at night because that's just too late for me. I'd rather be at home chilling, watching things on my tablet or on my TV or something. Yeah, rather, yeah, just rather than, rather than just being out and about. You know. So yeah, so, so yeah, so there we go. Um, that's just my that's just my thoughts anyway on uh that. But um, I do recommend it. It is definitely a movie worth seeing. Um, I am definitely, as soon as this movie comes out on Amazon Prime Video, I am definitely going to purchase this movie on Amazon Prime Video. Um, yeah, I think I will because it is such a, it is such a really, really good movie, um, to be honest with you. Um, and it is definitely worth watching again. I do believe it is worth watching again for sure. Um, so there we go. So that's my thoughts on uh, last night in Soho, uh, which I'm able to watch in cinemas right now. Can I just say, before I move on to the next movie review, you know how last week in the podcast I was saying about Antlers and the fact that I've not got a chance of going to see it in the cinemas because it's on so late. And again, it's that whole thing of, well, it's on at nine o'clock at night. And I don't like being out that late, etc, etc. Well, my local Odeon cinemas have now decided to take the movie out of their cinema. Um, so therefore, I've not actually had a chance to go and see the movie in cinemas. So it is annoying, admittedly. Um, it's either that or actually, you know what? I'm just going to find out, right, very quick. I'm just going to have a look here. Um, I'm going to see if it's at Sydney World. I'm going to see if... I mean, I'm not going to travel out that far, but I'm just out of curiosity, uh, of course, allowed to use my current location. Um, uh, confirm. Um, choose a cinema. Right, let me, let me choose my cinema, which I have to go all the way down to P, which is my local one. Uh, let me then go into... Let me go into Monday, right? Monday the 8th of November. Um, yeah, Antlers is being shown on Monday in 2D at 10 past 2. They've only got one showing, though, so it does make me wonder whether or not... Uh, okay, I mean, Tuesday, they've got two showings. There's one at 1.40, the other one's at 10 past 9. 
Last night in Soho, again, they've got 10 past 3, 6 o'clock, 8.45. So, sometimes it does make me wonder, is it worth me going to Cineworld? But the thing is, is, the thing is with Cineworld is they are a bit further out, um, shall we say. Yeah, they are a bit further out. And I do prefer Odeon because Odeon's a bit more local to me. Uh, than Cine World, so yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Really, um, and I don't really want to pay extra. Yeah, I don't want to pay a cinema ticket to go to the cinema when I've got an, a cinema pass, but it's for another cinema though. So yeah, it's a bit annoying to be honest. So I think Antlers, and probably even the French Dispatch. Actually, I want to have a look. Is the French Dispatch showing any time? During, I mean, they've got, well, yeah, there is, yeah. The French Dispatch is showing at 20 past two. Uh, they've still got a lot of showings of Dune going on. Um, yeah, they have. They they have got a lot. Uh, they've got loads of movies. I mean, there's some movies here, to be honest, where you can already pre-book um, for certain dates. Um, but, yeah, no, in all seriousness, though, um I think I'm going to have to... So with Antlers and maybe even the French Dispatch, I'm going to have to wait uh, for those to arrive on Disney+. Plus. Uh, sadly. As sad as it sounds, because I, I have read reviews for Antlers um, on different websites, and they have said that, you know, that this is a horror movie worth seeing in the cinemas. To be honest with you, if I watch Antlers on my Tab S7 Plus when it does arrive. To be honest, my speakers on my Tab S7 Plus are loud enough and they're kind of surround sound speakers as well. So, you know, I could just... I can see me watching Antlers on my Tab S7 Plus with the quad surround sound speakers, like, on full blast. And I'll just make it like as if... I did go and see it at the cinemas. So, sadly, my Antlers movie review won't be... Uh, I won't be talking about Antlers anytime soon. I will probably be talking about it towards the end of the year when it does eventually arrive on Disney+. Plus. It'll probably be about eight or nine weeks' time, to be honest with you. But, yeah, it's just one of those things, sadly. It's just a shame that Odeon didn't show Antlers in the cinemas um, as often as, as I'd wanted to it be being shown. But I guess when you've only got, when you're only limited to 10 screenings and there's much bigger movies out there than Antlers. And I'm talking things like Halloween kills and Dune and, um, and obviously you've got Eternals coming up and, and Spen uh, Spencer as well, which is obviously the the Diane the Princess Diana movie. Yeah, you've got all these big titles coming up. It kind of goes well, to be honest, these titles are a lot bigger um than Antlers is. So therefore and Antlers is a horror movie, so therefore we'll just put this movie on at nine o'clock in the evening. Um so, yeah, it is, a, it is a shame, to be honest. It is a shame, but it's just the way the, the cinema industry goes, unfortunately. I think had there have been maybe, I don't know, 14 or 15 screenings um, at Odeon where I go, then maybe, this, maybe the movie might have been on 
much more frequently and maybe I would have had a chance to go and see it. But yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I haven't gone to see Dune. Now, Dune has has this week revealed or this past couple of weeks revealed that there is going to be a part two coming out um, in 2023. It's also this week been revealed that a Paw Patrol sequel to the Paw Patrol movie is also coming out in 2023. And I believe that both movies will be going up against each other um, in October 2023, when both those movies uh, get released. So, yeah, it's just one of those things, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, so like I say, guys, uh, you know, if you're expecting my Antlers review to come out anytime soon, it won't be, sadly. It's probably going to be around about Christmas, maybe even New Year is when I'm probably going to review Antlers. If they, I mean, it all depends when it comes to Disney+. Plus. And it's the same with the French Dispatch as well. The French Dispatch will come to Disney+, Plus, uh, given the fact that it's been distributed by Searchlight Pictures. Um, both movies are done by Searchlight Pictures, so therefore they will both end up on Disney+. Plus. As soon as they do arrive on Disney+, Plus, then I'm definitely going to give them a watch. It does make me think as well. I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn between whether to go and see um, Encanto in cinemas because it's got a 30-day release window, right? So Encanto is coming out in cinemas on the 24th of November. On Christmas Eve... It's going to be released on Disney Plus as part of your subscription. So I don't know whether or not I want to go and see Encanto in the cinemas or whether I wait for about a month and and watch it on Disney Plus when it arrives on Disney Plus on Christmas Eve and just make it a Christmas movie to watch. Um, I just really don't know, to be honest. Um, I really don't know what to do on that. So I'll, I'll probably decide in the next couple of weeks what to do. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I'm going to talk about Dashcam. Okay, so that's the next thing I'm going to talk about. So Dashcam, I watched this movie only yesterday. I watched this movie. And I must say, it's weird because there wasn't a mention of Blumhouse Productions yet. I saw this movie about a couple of months ago being advertised on the Blumhouse Instagram page. So not unless there's like a, a company or something that brought the rights to Dashcam or something. I, I really don't know. But I watched this movie anyway. And throughout the movie, I was getting unfriended vibes. Now, can I just say that this movie was made during lockdown, right? Now, this is where... You know, there was a lot of restrictions in terms of filming and stuff like that. So if you were to decide to watch this movie for yourself, you may get halfway through and you might go, OK, this is really boring. Right. But you've got to understand it from this perspective. This movie was made during lockdown when there was so many restrictions put in place you couldn't really go out anywhere, neither. And obviously a lot of production companies had shut down during lockdown as well. 
So therefore, there wasn't a lot of TV companies making TV shows. There wasn't a lot of movie companies making a lot of movies. So, you know, so you've got to understand it from this perspective. But what I do love about it is the fact that, you know, they did kind of use a little bit of screen recording from an iMac, you know, so they'd done sort of what you would find in, like, Unfriended movies and stuff, if you've seen the Unfriended franchise in the past. Um, so they used that uh, to kind of kind of see what the guy was looking at on his computer screen and watch some of the dash cam footage and stuff. Um, and from time to time, you would see, obviously, them cut away from the computer and you'd see him in his room just, like, obviously, just looking at the screen or going to the bathroom and, and, and stuff like that. So... I thought this movie was really well made, given the fact that all the production companies had shut down during lockdown. I thought this was a very interesting way of making a movie. I know that, you know, from time to time, you could sit there, like I say, and be like, well, this is a very boring movie. Yeah, given the fact that, well, it's just a guy sat in his room. He's not really doing much other than being on his computer and just looking through some evidence. But, just take it from that perspective of, well, this movie was made during lockdown, you know. Uh, and that's the way I thought of it. I thought, well, I knew from the very beginning, even when I first found out about this movie, that this movie was made during lockdown. So they only had certain restrictions where they could go out and film certain things. But other than that, they were just tied to one room with a camera, obviously some screen recording software for an iMac, you know, to uh, view the dash cam footage from. Um, so, yeah, I, I did find it a very interesting thing for, uh, to watch, to be honest. Uh, but all in all, though, I really did enjoy this movie and I definitely do. Um, I would definitely say it is worth checking out this movie uh, for yourself if you can do. Um, so, yeah, so I really did enjoy this episode. Uh, this episode, this movie. Um, so, yeah. So, there we go. Uh, that's my thoughts, anyway, on Dashcam. Uh, by the way, can I just say that I have got some news on uh, the Chucky TV series for those that live in the UK. Uh, I found out the other day that uh, the TV series for Chucky uh, is going to be uh, broadcasting, um, I believe, from what I've read, uh, I believe it's going to be broadcasting on Sky Max. Now, I don't know how true that is. It could even be broadcasting on the Sci-Fi channel uh, over here in the UK, um, which I understand. I think it would be more reasonable for it to be um, airing on the Sci-Fi channel over in the UK. But if Sky Max have it, then Sky Max have it. But... Uh, if you do want to watch the Chucky TV series, I mean, I'm getting early access to it, to be honest, which I'm very lucky about. But if you uh, want to watch the Chucky TV series for yourself in the UK, uh, then you can do. It is going to be uh, is going to be airing on December 2nd. I should imagine the episodes will be airing weekly um, from December 2nd. Um uh, Maybe, i tell you what, that's probably when the series finale is going to be 
um or or a little bit earlier than december 2nd but obviously for the states it's going to be a little bit earlier for uh the series finale but i i should imagine they're probably going to hold off any announcements in regards to like a second series of chucky or or something like that until it's had its international broadcast because i think then that way they've got an idea as to how many people watched this series internationally not just in the states but internationally and i think going forward that's probably going to be there well this is going to kind of decide whether or not we're going to move along with it with a second season or not so yeah so there we go anyway right i'm going to talk about some other bits and pieces um first of all can i also just say that along with the disney plus day stuff um next week i'm also going to talk about um my return to twitch because this week i have got a hard drive a two terabyte hard drive for my imac but i also got a two terabyte gaming hard drive specifically for my xbox as well so i'm going to format that hard drive um over the next week I am going to be making an announcement this weekend on social media in regards to my return to Twitch, which you can follow me on Twitch, by the way. It's Steve Crosby Official. Uh, and feel free to subscribe to me on Twitch as well, because I am a uh, a Twitch affiliate on that streaming service. Um, but I am going to be returning to Twitch. I am going to be revealing more details in regards to the games I'm going to be playing, the days I'm going to be playing, and the times I'm going to be playing, okay? So I'm going to reveal all of that on social media this weekend, but I'm going to reconfirm that in next week's weekly podcast as well, all right? So just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, right, anyway, so we're going to talk about Dog TV uh, right now. Let's talk about Dogs TV because uh, that's a brand new channel uh that has been announced uh to help with stress and behavioral problems with dogs i think my my dog buddy could do with this to be honest uh but dog tv has been developed following studies into animal psych uh physio phys physiological and psychological needs moods and responses to help them feel more stimulated or relaxed when needed producers uh, said in a statement so man's best friend no longer has to put up with joining humans on the sofa for soaps or the latest binge watch series. Soon the nation's dogs will have a range of specialist pooch friendly content to enjoy. Dog TV is a new TV network created specifically for our four legged friends, which is set to launch in the UK on Monday, the 8th of November. I'm actually going I'm know what I'm actually going to tune into this. I really am. Created after three years of research, the channel will air scientifically tested programming aiming to alleviate symptoms of conditions such as separation, anxiety, loneliness and stress, bosses say. It will also have shows to help owners better understand and look after their pets. Um, 
With the number of people getting dogs rising dramatically during the lockdowns, it could be a timely arrival, especially as many owners have now returned to work and animals are being left alone more. The channel has been developed following studies into animals' physiological and psychological needs, moods and responses to help them feel more stimulated or relaxed when needed, producers said in a statement. Colours audio frequencies and camera alignment have all been adapted to cater to dog senses. Professor Nicholas Dodman, chief scientist for Dog TV, said Dog TV is an excellent resource for dog owners to help alleviate some of the behavioural problems that can arise when dogs are left alone. With numbers of dog owners rising over the pandemic and owners now returning to work, Dog TV helps canines to feel relaxed and comforted until their owners return home. The channel, which is already available in other countries, will also feature programmes for dog owners, including shows by celebrity dog trainer Laura Nativo, who will provide tips on how to live better at home with a pet, as well as programmes that provide simple recipes for dogs. According to Dog TV. One out of six dogs suffer from overt separation anxiety. Symptoms that appear when owners are away can range from excessive barking and refusing to eat to trying to escape and destructive behaviour. British animal trainer Victoria Stilwell said people think that dog TV is a bit of a weird concept at first. But when I tell them the amount of research that has gone into this, that this TV channel can help their dogs while home alone, improve their lives considerably and help with different stresses and anxieties, they get it. The service will be available on a range of smart TVs, Android and Apple devices and online. So there we go. So yeah, if your dog has behavioural issues or anxiety or anything like that, then this TV channel is going to be for them. And it will be launching here in the UK from Monday the 8th of November. I'm going to be tuning into it. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to know what dog TV is all about. Um, so, you know what I might do? I might sit Buddy down with me. I might, I might just download... If, if it's like downloading an app or something, I'll download the app, right? And then what I'll do is I'll just put it in front of Buddy. I'll just go, hey, Buddy, sit down. And then I'll just go, now look at my screen. And you know what? It'll probably, I mean, to be honest, if they've got like noises that dogs can interact with and stuff like that, maybe you might pay attention to it. Uh, right. Okay. I'm going to talk about Fortnite because uh, there's been a leak that has conf uh, confirmed a controversial season nine rumor. Uh, so, a new Fortnite leak has confirmed some controversial rumours that will likely manifest at the end of Season 8 or during Season 9. The season uh, data miners started to re uh, relay word that it looked like Epic Games was working on bringing mechs uh, back to the game. Fast forward, and now there's little room uh, to doubt this speculation. That said, it looks like mechs which were very controversial in their brief stint in the game, are coming back with some changes. 
Taken to Twitter, prominent Fortnite data miner and leaker HypeX revealed a new design for mechs that were introduced to the game's files. With the latest update, in other words, their proper implementation is getting closer. For those interested in the aforementioned changes, the files also reveal this information. Also on Twitter, HypeX relayed that the cooldown of the dashing mechanic for mechs have been increased from 5 seconds to 7 seconds. Meanwhile, stop damage has been reduced. Its shields have been reduced from 150 to 100. Shield respawn delay has been increased. And jump damage has been nerfed. In other words, mechs have been nerfed. And depending on how extreme some of these individual nerfs are, they've been major, uh, majorly nerfed, which is no surprise given that the main criticism lodged against them uh, when they were in the game was that they were OP. Unfortunately for now, this is all we have. And of course, what is here should be taken with a grain of salt. While Fortnite data mining leaks are very reliable, it doesn't change uh, the fact that all the information and media they spill is unofficial and subject to change. At the moment... Epic Games hasn't addressed the, uh, this leak, nor the speculation it has created. And considering it never comments on leaks, uh, we don't expect this to change. But if it does, uh, then of course, uh, I will update uh, you guys with whatever is said. So there we are. Uh, so yeah, so there we go. So that's a little uh, bit of news in the world of Fortnite from uh, the world of Fortnite season nine um i'm going to talk about another from, so we're going to go from one leak to another leak now uh because a new crash bandicoot game has potentially leaked and it's a game we've been hearing through the rumor mill for a while according to the leak a new crash bandicoot game was supposed to release this october however for an undisclosed reason activision changed the plans of the game's release date Unfortunately, the leak doesn't spill anything beyond this, but it's accompanied by media that bolsters this claim. So, um, so I can now finally talk about this, writes Matt Romano, the leaker, over on Twitter. The original Wumpa League release date plans, also cr original Crash 4 release plans, it was going to launch this fall before Activision changed those plans. Take this info as you will, everyone. So, key information then, adds Crash Bandicoot Clubhouse, a news and community page dedicated to the series. Wumper League is planned for PlayStation, Xbox and Switch, and there was going to be uh, beta testing done in the summer with the game launching in October 2021. Content-wise, 16 heroes and 13 maps at launch. I'm intrigued by this, but it sounds very plausible. As alluded to, we've been hearing about Wumper League for a while, but recently the rumours and speculation had dried up. In other words, this is our first update, at least of the substantial variety in months. That said, everything here needs to be taken with a grain of salt. Everything here is not only unofficial, but even if it's all completely accurate, is also subject to... To change at the moment Activision hasn't commented on any of this in any capacity we don't expect this to change for a variety of reasons but if it does then I will update you uh, on that story accordingly okay uh, so there we are uh, that's the Crash Bandicoot game potentially leaked uh, um, right 
Microsoft. Let's talk about Microsoft. Um, so, um, Microsoft have said that they are planning 3D metaverse applications for Xbox. Um, so, Microsoft has detailed its vision for the metaverse including plans to create 3D gaming apps for Xbox. During Microsoft's Ignite 2021 conference on Tuesday, CEO uh, Satya Nadella said the company intends to bring the digital and physical worlds together with a new series of apps incorporating virtual environments. When we talk about the metaverse, we're describing both a new platform and a new app type, similar to how we talked about the web and websites in the early 90s, Nadella said during his keynote speech. In a sense, the metaverse en enables us uh, to embed computing into the real world and to embed the real world into computing, bringing real presence to any digital space. For years... We've talked about creating this digital rep representation of the world, but now we actually have the opportunity to go into that world and participate in it. What's most important is that we are able to bring our humanity with us and choose how we want to experience this world and who we want to interact with. I can't overstate how much of a breakthrough this is. It's no longer just looking at a camera view of a factory floor. You can be on the floor. It's no longer just video conferencing with colleagues. You can be with them in the same room. It's no longer just playing a game with friends. You can be in the game with them. While Microsoft's metaverse efforts are initially focused on corporate applications, Nadella told Bloomberg that it has plans for Xbox Ones too. You can absolutely expect us to do things in gaming, he said. If you take Halo as a game, it is a metaverse. Minecraft is a metaverse. And so is Flight Simulator. In some sense, they are 2D today, but the question is, can you now take that to a full 3D world? And we absolutely plan to do so. Last week, Microsoft reported a 16% increase in quarterly revenue for its gaming business driven by ongoing demand for Xbox Series X-S consoles. During its earnings call, Nadella claimed the company's gaming division saw record first quarter monetization and engagement during the three months ended September 30th, 2021. So there we go. So Microsoft, along with Facebook, are planning to enter the world of the metaverse. Um, so the metaverse is coming. It is coming. Uh, staying with Microsoft, I am going to talk about the games that you are able to play on Xbox Game Pass right now and some of the games that are going to be coming up a little bit later on this month in November uh, because obviously the new Xbox Game Pass titles for console, PC and cloud have been revealed. So Microsoft has announced its next wave of titles coming to Xbox Game Pass for console, PC and Xbox Cloud Gaming. So from now, uh, you can play Minecraft Java and Bedrock Editions, Unpacking, It Takes Two and Kill It With Fire. Uh, these titles will be followed 
on Tuesday, the uh, November 9th, by Football Manager 2022, uh, Football Manager 2022 Xbox Edition, and Forza Horizon 5. Finally, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the Definitive Edition, and One Step from Eden will join the service on November 11th. Uh, in terms of games leaving the service, Final Fantasy V Triple uh, I HD, Planet Coaster, Star Renegades, Streets of Rogue, The Gardens Between, and River City Girls will all depart on November 15th. Uh, Xbox boss Phil Spencer recently ruled out the possibility of launching Xbox Game Pass on other console platforms in the near future. So let's take a look at these uh, games in more detail. Uh, so Minecraft, Java and Bedrock Editions, uh, which is coming to PC, is on PC right now. Uh, so get your computer ready because Minecraft is coming to Game Pass for PC. Play Minecraft Java Edition and Minecraft Bedrock, Bedrock Edition on Windows 10 and 11 as part of your Xbox Game Pass for PC or Ultimate Membership. That also means you can conveniently cross-play with any current Minecraft version, including consoles and mobile just launch the same edition as the minecrafter you want to play with no need to pick and choose experience minecraft on pc in one launcher with game pass unpacking which is available now on the cloud console and pc available day one with xbox game pass moving day is here unpack like never before in this zen puzzle game where you'll learn about a character through a variety of moves, unpacking weaves together a story through the everyday sentimental belongings you'll encounter as you decorate and organise each new space throughout the game. It Takes Two, which is coming to co uh, cloud, console, PC, and it is available to play now. Go on a wild co-op adventure with EA Play as It Takes Two joins Xbox Game Pass for, ult uh, for PC and Ultimate via the playlist discover a metaphorical merging of gameplay and narrative in a light-hearted story of the hardships in getting along and you can invite a friend to join the adventure with friends pass kill it with fire which is available to play now on cloud console and pc kill it with fire is a first person action game about hunting spiders and causing collateral damage and assemble your arsenal of increasingly excessive weapons, track spiders across suburbia, and burn everything in your path. So this stuff is going to be coming to Game Pass from November 9th now, okay? So we're going to start with Football Manager 2022. Now that is going to be coming to PC. So available day one with Xbox Game Pass. The closest thing to being a real football manager, Football Manager 2022, brings new progressive ways to find your winning edge. Instill your footballing style and earn it on the pitch with your football club experience, complete football authenticity and unrivaled simulation gaming. Football Manager 2022 Xbox Edition, and now that's going to be coming to cloud, console and PC on November 9th. So available day one with Xbox Game Pass, navigate your way to the top of the footballing world as the boss of the world's greatest football teams in a tailored version of Football Manager that's been adapted for console play on the biggest stage. 
Build your dream squad and make the club completely your own as you develop your career to become a managerial great. Plus, Ultimate members can play with cloud gaming featuring Xbox Touch controls on day one. No controller needed. Forza Horizon 5, which is going to be coming on November 9th on the cloud console and PC. So available day one with Xbox Game Pass, your ultimate Horizon adventure awaits. Explore the vibrant and ever-evolving open-world landscapes of Mexico with limitless fun driving action in hundreds of the world's greatest cars. Lead breathtaking expeditions across a world of striking contrast and beauty while immersing yourself in a deep campaign with hundreds of challenges that reward you for engaging in the activities you love. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the definitive edition, that's going to be coming to console on November 11th. So experience the blockbuster classic updated for a new generation now with across the board and enhancements including Grand Theft Auto 5 style controls and targeting, brilliant new lighting and environmental upgrades, the high resolution textures and increased draw distances and much more. And finally, One Step from Eden, which is going to be coming to console and PC on November 11th. One Step from Eden combines deck building and real-time action with roguelike elements, giving you the chance to carve a path of mercy or destruction, fight alone with a friend in co-op as you cast powerful spells on the fly, battle, uh, battle evolving enemies and collect game-changing artifacts. Can you make it to Eden is the question. Uh, so there we go. So that's everything coming to Xbox Game Pass in November 2021. Um, so And some of that is available to play right now. And again, some of that is available to play um, sort of around about mid-November time. Um, okay, what are we doing for time? Okay, we're doing all right for time at the minute. Um, so... Uh, Sky Plus. I'm going to talk about that. Now, why Why on earth does anyone still own a Sky Plus box? I have no idea. If anything, I thought people would be owning Sky Q boxes, if not the most recently announced Sky Glass TV device. But there are still people, surprisingly, out there who still own Sky Plus boxes. Now... Last weekend on Sunday, it was Halloween and it was also uh, the end of British summertime here in the UK, uh, which means that the clocks went back. Um, so, uh, obviously, uh, a lot of people have spoken out about their Sky Plus uh, boxes uh, because according to some users, um, their Sky Plus boxes are stuck on British summertime after the clocks changed. So I'm going to read you this. So Sky customers have been left annoyed after their Sky Plus TV boxes failed to change the inter internal clock over the weekend. It means that while the rest of the UK is now officially using GMT, Green Witch Meantime, Sky viewers are left with British summertime. Possibly not a huge problem, except that the TV guide now doesn't line up with what programmes is being shown. Sky says it's aware of the issue and is working to try and fix it. 
Replying to customers on Twitter, the company uh, said it expects the issue will be resolved by Thursday. So it should be resolved by now. Um, it appears this flaw only affects the older Sky Plus boxes and doesn't impact the newer Sky Q boxes. Sky's recently revealed Sky Glass also appears to have switched seamlessly. Meanwhile, those affected were left to vent on social media. Uh, so some, uh, so one Twitter user said, I've actually changed the clock from British summertime to GMT in the car quicker than Sky have managed it so far. Sky HD boxes still stuck an hour ahead. Um, did at Sky UK, why are your Sky boxes still showing British summertime? Asks another one. Um, another person on social media said people are getting a bit weird on social media because Sky forgot to push the switch from British summertime Sky Plus boxes. Other features of the Sky Plus box like on-demand content and TV recording aren't affected by the bug. A Sky TV spokesperson said, We're aware some customers with Sky Plus boxes are continuing to see BST on the Sky Guide menu. We're really sorry about this. We are working hard to fix this. However, live TV recording, downloading and playing any video on-demand content are all working correctly. So, there we are. Anyway, I'm surprised that there are still some users out there that do still use Sky plus boxes i thought a lot of users these days would be using sky q or if not sky q then maybe sky glass you know that's what i would have thought would have yeah what that people would have been using now um but there we are so um by the way uh if you live in the uk um on disney plus today we've got a whole host of uh brand new things that have arrived this past week uh, so i just want a little uh, reminder here that this week on disney plus we got the first episode of series 20 of family guy brand new episodes are going to be uh, coming to disney plus uh, every wednesday um so yeah brand new episodes of family guy are going to be coming every wednesday uh, we also got series 32 of the simpsons on disney plus this week as well which I find really good. Uh, we also got uh, Robots as well. Robots is available to watch right now on Disney+. Plus. That is definitely a movie I'm going to be watching over the weekend, I think. Because it's been years. It has been years since I watched that movie. That movie came out in 2005. I can't even remember the last time I watched that movie. Um, and... Yeah, it's just one of those movies from my childhood that I'm going to go back and watch because I absolutely love that movie. Um, so, yeah, so I, I so that's on Disney Plus today. Uh, there's Face Off, Deja Vu. That's also on Disney Plus today. Uh, we got a Disney, uh, Disney Illuminations. So there's a 20-minute firework display to celebrate Bonfire Night, of course. Uh, which has been released on Disney+. Plus. Obviously, it's an old recording from a firework display that took place at Disneyland Paris. I do believe it has come with a little side note that this offer isn't available uh, to uh, park visitors right now, obviously due to the pandemic and stuff, uh, which is understand understandable. Um, yeah, so there is a lot of content right now uh, to dig deep into 
uh, with Disney Plus. Obviously, this week got brand new episodes of Doogie and Reservation Dogs and um, an American Horror Story double feature. Um, so yeah, there is a lot of content that has been um, released this week on uh, Disney Plus. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's all available uh, for you guys uh, to watch right now. Um, so. I am probably, oh, also as well, can I just say a massive happy 22nd birthday this weekend to my US friend, uh, Hannah. It is her birthday this weekend uh, on Sunday. I am probably going to post on my stories um, just to wish her a happy birthday. Um, we've had a couple of video calls this past week, actually, um, which I really enjoyed to be honest um and hopefully uh either towards the end of this weekend or maybe even early next week um we might be able to have another video chat and have another chat about all things marvel and gaming and stuff like that we just have a lot in common we really do and it's quite nice um that you know we we do chat uh regularly especially on snapchat and stuff um so yes yeah, so a massive happy birthday to hannah this weekend who is probably going to be listening to this podcast um so i'm gonna give her a shout out in the weekly vlog that's coming out on monday as well just to wish her a happy birthday in that uh weekly vlog as well but um yeah uh right one final thing for me uh for this week's weekly podcast then um so we're going to talk about disney plus day because today the 5th of november 2021 we are exactly one week away until disney plus day now for me I'm not going to do Disney Plus Day until Saturday the 13th of November, okay? Um, but for everyone else, it's going to be the 12th of November. I'm still going to follow the live, um, whatever they do. I mean, it's not even clear what they're doing in regards to um, how they're celebrating Disney Plus Day. Because obviously they're going to do announcements and stuff. Um, I'm going to see if there is any more details um, that have been announced um you know what's funny is um one of my youtuber friends sophie uh sophie dodsworth uh did a tweet earlier saying someone stopped me from booking a trip to disneyland paris at christmas so i replied back to her going this is an official tweet to miss sophie dodsworth to say please don't book a trip to disneyland paris at christmas and then i put i hope that official tweet does the trick for you um, so she found it hilarious so there we are um but yeah anyway um check her out by the way she's on youtube sophie dodsworth um by the way chapter four of why are they revealing all these episode titles so early in advance so chapter four of doctor who uh is called village of the angels i can only assume that's got something to do with the Weeping Angels in Doctor Who. But that's been announced in the uh, last um, couple of days. Um, so, uh, well, last couple of hours or so. Not a couple of days. What am I saying? Um, anyway, I'm just trying to see if there is anything, anything at all of... Um, you know what? So Disney Plus UK have done like their lineup of things that you can watch this week on Disney Plus here in the UK. Um, now this tweet is a bit misleading here. So 
at the moment in the US, they've got series 33 of The Simpsons streaming, right? So here it says, get ready for fireworks night with this dazzling lineup. This week, stream the new season of The Simpsons. Now, I want to stress, it's not season 33. This is where it's misleading. This is where Disney are trying to catch you out. They're like, oh, what, season 33 of The Simpsons? I can stream it right now. No, you can't, okay? It's season 32. It's not the new season. Um, If anything, it's the latest season. Not new, but the latest. Um, So, yeah, I'm just trying to see... If there is, I mean, because to be honest, the thing is, is, um, yeah, a lot of people are there going, where's Tailspin? And, yeah, there is a lot, like, honestly, I feel like some of this stuff should just drop on Disney Plus Day, you know? Like, they should do, like, a legacy. Um, yeah, there, sh- there should just be, like, some legacy content that's released on Disney Plus for Disney Plus Day. I, yeah, I mean, some of the fans would be happy about that um, if if they did do that. Um, but yeah, anyway, I mean, I'm I'm looking along Twitter and I can't see anything at all in regards to any there any announcements being made in regards to how we're going to find all these announcements. Is it going to be the case that we just keep checking the Disney Plus social media pages? Uh, on Friday the 12th of November. I'm going to probably say that's going to be the safe bet. Um, is probably just keep checking the Disney Plus social media pages. Um, I reckon over um, over the course of the uh, 12th of November. Uh, to find out all the latest releases. But in regards to what I... I mean, so in regards to what I think is going to be announced uh, on Disney Plus Day... I do think, to be honest, that we are... I mean, we're going to see a lot of Star Wars and Marvel content announced. Now, it's been... It has been reported. It's not actually been confirmed. It's been reported that we're going to see a Agatha series. Now, I feel like Disney Plus Day would be the great time to formally announce... That Agatha is in development at Disney um, and Marvel. Um, and maybe even give a, a release window of maybe 2023 or something. Um, and for it obviously to be a, a Disney Plus series um, in development at Marvel. I would love for them to announce that. Um, in regards to... I would love for them to release a Ms. Marvel trailer during Disney Plus Day as well. Um, maybe we might get a little clip for Hawkeye as well on Disney Plus Day um, to, so that we uh, know what to kind of expect um, when Hawkeye gets released towards the end of the month. But in regards to Star Wars stuff, um, I mean, I, there's there's a few things that they could do with Star Wars uh, on Disney Plus Day. 
So with Star Wars, I reckon we'll probably see... We'll probably get some more information in regards to Andor and maybe Ahsoka. We might get a trailer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that's coming to Disney+. Plus. Um... Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think that's that's probably going to be it. We might get... Because there's been rumours that there's an animated Darth Maul series in the works. So we might even get that confirmed from the world of Star Wars. What I would love for Disney to announce on Disney Plus Day is a Kingdom Hearts series. I mean, literally, it's not going to be... It's not going to be Disney Plus without there being a Kingdom Hearts series. Like, surely Disney and Square Enix have had at least some conversations about a Kingdom Hearts series. Because, obviously, there is the games, the video games, where, obviously, they take Sora from the Final Fantasy franchise by Square Enix. And, obviously, they do this whole... Disney Pixar crossover thing um yeah I would love for there to be a Kingdom Hearts series I think I would watch it I've never played the games per se but I would love for there to be a Kingdom Hearts series on Disney plus and I think Disney plus day would be a very very good day to announce a Kingdom Hearts TV series coming to Disney plus in early to mid 2022 um yeah so i would love for that to, to actually be a thing but i mean I'm, I'm setting the expectation bar very high there admittedly i am setting the expectation bar very high so whether we get kingdom hearts the tv series or not it's probably going to be a in the middle i would say um in regards to other Disney... Thi I, I can't really, from the top of my head... I can't really think of anything else that Disney... I mean, I would... Personally, I would love... Because the thing is... is So, before Disney Plus launched in the UK... We had... We did have... We did have the streaming service Disney Life. But then obviously Disney Life got shut down and then it obviously rebranded into Disney Plus. Um, and ever since then, here in the UK, we've had, you know, new shows from Disney and FX and, and stuff like that come. So what I would love is I would love for there to be some more announcements um, to drop in regards to, especially for us international uh, subscribers um for there to be a lot of announcements in regards to stuff that's going to be dropping onto disney plus over the next couple of months with star um maybe announce like malcolm in the middle um yeah you could announce that uh coming to star i mean there is literally i mean like i say there is a lot of legacy content um that is missing and the funny thing is is some of that legacy content was on Disney Life, from what I've heard. I've never, I've never owned Disney Life, so I don't know personally what's missing from Disney Life to Disney Plus in the UK. But it seems like you know we could do with some legacy content on Disney Plus. Um, 
And the weird thing is, is ever since Star has launched on Disney Plus here in the UK, it seems as though Disney have more focus on mature content than they focus on Disney content. Yeah. So I do think that there needs to be more stuff like Disney based. Um, and like, to be honest with you, there are shows, there are shows made by Disney, which I do watch. And admittedly, it's not for my, my audience age group, let's say, you know, like, I don't think Doogie Kamaloha is something that a 25 year old man would, would actually watch. But, you know, it's just one of those things where it's a medical drama series and, yeah, admittedly, the target audience for this is probably 14 to 18, admittedly. Um, but I still watch it anyway, um, yeah, because it's just there and it has been advertised by Disney. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, there is a lot of shows uh, dropping on Disney+, Plus, which is for my age group. Obviously, American Horror Story and Reservation Dogs and The Premise and all of that. Yeah, which is for my age group, of course. Um, and it's weird because, you know, obviously, I don't tend to... I, I do tend to, uh, to watch some of this stuff. Um, like I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, right? So I don't watch uh, things like Mickey Mouse Funhouse or, Mickey, uh, or Minnie Mouse's Bow Tunes or something like that. If it's Disney Junior branded, I won't watch it. Because the thing is, is I know for a fact that the target audience for that group is just it's just aimed at preschoolers. And I'm not at preschool, you know. So, therefore, I don't need to watch this series. You know, whether it's Mickey Mouse Funhouse or, you know, Minnie Mouse's Bow Tunes or... Um, the Miraculous Tales of uh, Ladybug or uh, Cat Noir, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, I don't watch any of that, admittedly. But the funny thing is, is there are shows that are dropping on Disney+. Plus. Uh, like, for example, Last Man Standing and Bless the Hearts and the new season of American Dad and the new season of, of Family Guy and stuff like that. Now, I'm going to admit to you guys now, I am going to eventually get around to watching the latest season of American Dad and the latest season of Family Guy as well. But what I am doing is I'm just picking out a handful of episodes every week and just slowly making my way through Family Guy and American Dad. And it's the same with The Simpsons as well. Like, you know, I'm probably going to be here in about a year's time and I'm going to be like, well, I'm on series 25 um, or something. Yeah, or season 26. And it'll probably literally be about a week away or we'll probably be here this time next year. And I'll be like, well, season 33 of The Simpsons has just dropped on Disney+. Plus." So, you know, there is a lot of... there. I do feel like there is still that market where, you know, we don't have Disney Channel in the UK. So, therefore, a lot of teenagers between the ages of 14 to 16 or 14 to 18 or whatever... They're relying on Disney Plus. Now, oh God. Oh, okay. Well, that happened. Um, my microphone just fell. Um, <laughs> there we are. It's all good. It's all good. I, I, I caught it. Uh, but 
Oh god, everything's just dropping on me. Now my bin's falling over. Um, so yeah, so what I just want to say is this, right? So there is a mark, there is a market out there, I think, because the thing is, is we don't have Disney Channel, we don't have Disney Junior, we don't have Disney XD, uh, neither. So the thing is, is yeah, I do think that we do, we do need to have some form. Of a platform where you know we do get these new Disney shows, um, and there needs to be a lot more of them. Maybe there is, maybe there is a lot of Disney shows in the works, maybe there is a lot of Disney shows that are in production right now. But I, yeah, but the thing is, is there is that drought. I mean, admittedly, we are going to see next year a lot of Star Wars shows, Book of Boba Fett, and or. Uh, Ahsoka, I assume, is going to be coming next year. We might even get to see Willow next year as well. Um, and there is that potential off chance that this time next year, we're going to see season three of The Mandalorian drop on Disney+. Plus. So, but in terms of Disney itself content, you know, which is stuff that you would f normally find on Disney Channel or Disney XD or Disney Junior. I do feel like, you know, th those kinds of th things need to be looked at a little bit more. It's great that we're getting this. It is absolutely fantastic that we're getting this star content. You know, like we're getting The Walking Dead and we're getting the American Horror Story and, and Family Guy and American Dad, Last Man Standing, Bless the Hearts, Great North and... And all of that. It's great that we're getting that stuff for 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 adults like my age or or, or or further up. But in terms of like Disney content and in terms of Disney Junior content, yeah, I do feel like there is that gap. Um and yeah, is like I mean I, I do. I look at I look at like the November list for the US and I look at the November list for the UK. And the thing is, is if the UK didn't have Star, you know, if we weren't seeing all these mature content being added to Disney Plus, we'd be getting exactly the same thing as what the US is getting, which is bare to nothing. Um yeah, I mean obviously it's like Wednesday next week. Wednesday in the US they're only getting the the series finale of Doogie and they're getting Mickey Mouse Funhouse and that is it. That's all they're getting. Um, they're not getting Marvel content. They're not getting Star Wars content or anything uh, from National Geographic. So, yeah, I think the thing is, is on Disney Plus Day, they need to address that, you know, there are more shows coming to to Disney Plus for the the teenage group uh, audience and the preschool group audience as well. Um, I mean, it'd be great to see some National Geographic things on um, being added as well. Um, yeah, I think that'd be great if we saw some National Geographic announcements being made as well. Um, maybe some documentaries uh, that might you know kind of educate kids. Maybe even educate adults as well if they're interested in in what they have uh, to offer. But in all seriousness, though, I do think that Disney Plus does need to improve 
um, their audience. Because it's great, like I say, it's great at the moment that they're focusing on the mature content here in the UK, but they do need to realize that, you know, we're not all mature adults um, that are subscribing to Disney Plus. You know, we, there are, there are going to be kids, you know, who are probably between the ages of maybe five to, to 16 who are going to want to subscribe to Disney Plus because they've, they haven't got the Disney Channel. They haven't got Disney XD. They haven't got Disney Junior. You know, all of that closed down at the start of the year, if not even last year. All those TV channels closed down because of Disney Plus. So therefore, it does make sense that, you know, that, there needs to be more Disney content added to Disney Plus. Um, even if it's legacy, you know, even if it's like early 90s to early 2000s cartoon shows, you know, because in a way it does still bring in subscribers because people will look at that and go, well, that's a legacy content right there. You know, like I remember watching that as a kid and I might want to go back and watch it. You know, I mean, like it's like me from time to time. I go back and watch things like Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story. And like I said earlier in the podcast, you know, I, I will go back and watch the movie Robots because, you know, Robots was a movie that I absolutely loved watching growing up. Yeah, I mean, you've got Ice Age on Disney Plus. Um, you know, and obviously Ice Age is again another childhood favorite of mine yeah because i grew up with those characters and those movies so yeah so it's just one of those things where yeah i do hope that disney plus do deliver quite a lot of announcements on disney plus day uh, but that's that's my predictions um anyway for disney plus um on disney plus day in terms of the announcements uh, that are going to be made whether or not those announcements are true or not, well, I mean, at the end of the day, this is just predictions and speculation and, and stuff like that. So, obviously, there is going to be a special uh, weekly podcast coming up next week uh, where I'm going to be talking about everything that got announced on Disney Plus Day. Like I say, that podcast is going to be coming out later than usual. Uh, so, it's going to be coming out on Sunday, the 14th of November rather than Friday uh, the 12th of November. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I am looking forward to Disney Plus Day. I can't wait to see what they announce. Um, and hopefully we're going to get some content that's going to be obviously new, that we don't already know about. Um, and hopefully those projects may have been in the works for a while and... You know, and hopefully we'll we'll, uh, we'll learn more about those new projects and hopefully we'll get some release dates um, as well for upcoming projects. Um, so, yeah, so it is all well and good, I think. It is going to be well and good. So, uh, like I say, next week's weekly podcast, I will talk about Disney Plus Day. I will talk about, um, yeah, I'll talk about Disney Plus Day and all the announcements made. Um, I will also be giving you my thoughts on the Eternals uh, movie as well. Um, if there are any other movies that I do decide to watch over the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, over the next couple of, well, over the next week, I'd say, then obviously I will uh, give you my thoughts on that in next week's weekly podcast. And I'll also give you my thoughts on um, 
on uh, the the two recent Chucky episodes as well, um, which be episode four and episode uh, five. Uh, right, I think that's it. I think I'm I'm done uh, for this week's weekly podcast. I have spoken an awfully lot and an an awful lot. Uh, but thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's weekly podcast. Uh, feel free to subscribe to me on your uh, podcast streaming platform, uh, which is Spotify Music, Amazon, uh, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast as well. Just search Steve's Weekly Podcast. Subscribe, um, and yeah, feel free to subscribe to me on YouTube, uh, Steve Official. Uh, follow me on Twitch, Steve Crosby Official, and subscribe to me on Twitch to become a uh, because I am a Twitch affiliate again. Username is Steve Crosby Official. I'll reveal re well. I'll reveal dash reconfirm full details on my Twitch return in next week's weekly podcast as well. Um. And follow me on Twitter at my name is Steve with the O B and a zero, and follow me on Instagram, Steve Graham official, and uh, the geeky Stevie is my Instagram names. Okay, uh, but anyway, that's all from me. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with another weekly podcast. But from me, it's goodbye. Thanks for listening. See you guys again soon.